Hello and welcome to the I Could Go On podcast, the only podcast where people go on and on and on and on about the things that they love. On today's very special episode, I have officially run out of friends, and so I am joined once again by my lovely, lovely roommate, Sophie Mikos. Now, for those of you who are first-time listeners, I'm your host, Caroline Herriter, and I created the show as a space for people with special interests to go on and on and on about them. Typically, these special interests are things that you never really get to indulge in, but you love to indulge in. And so I wanted to create the show as a place for people to do just that. Now, today I'm very excited because I get to indulge a little as I will be joined by Sophie and we will be talking about Barbie movies, which is something I just absolutely love. Sophie's actually already here with me right now, so let's give a big welcome to her. Welcome, Sophie Mikos! So great to be back. (laughs) So great to have you back in our bedroom with me. (laughs) Now, you've been here before and told us all about Littlest Pet Shop youtube and the drama that comes with it but for those of you who missed out on that episode which you need to go back and listen to it because we are now on streaming and you totally can but for now sophie would you like to reintroduce yourself to our listeners sure so very briefly i'm sophie mikos i am a photography major at columbia college chicago and that's pretty much the gist and she also does littlest pet shop photography so check that out posy paws sorry i had to i had to plug it it's so good it's so cute but we're not talking about that anymore we already talked about that today we are talking about barbie be who you wanna be b-a-r-b-i-e barbie girl that's me (laughs) so i figured we should start with just a quick Brief history, I guess, on Barbie movies, or just brief synopsis on Barbie movies for those of you who have not gotten the chance to see these beloved children's films. Everybody knows Barbie the doll. All of the Barbie movies star Barbie as the main characters, but she's not always, she doesn't play herself most of the time. She does sometimes, but it's like all of the titles will be Barbie in or Barbie as. So we'll be talking about a bunch of different main characters, but they're all played by Barbie. So Barbie movies have been around for a long time now, and they were really a staple of our childhoods, but we can get into that later. Now, getting into our definitive top five ranking of the Barbie movies. Sitting at number five, what do we have, Sophie? So I have Barbie, the princess and the pop star, not to be mistaken as princess and the popper. Okay, for when you said princess and that, I was about to throw hands. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was about to throw hands. <laughs> but explain this to me, because I, that didn't even make it onto an honorable mention for me. So princess and the pop star is about these two girls. Um, one of them is a pop star, of course. That's Kira. Kira. Mm-hmm. And then Tori is essentially like the princess, but she just kind of like feels like a regular girl. Tori and Kira kind of trade places in the movie, and it's just 
kind of. There's a lot of, well, I just want to be like her, and I wish we could trade spots, and you have what I don't have. And it's just, it's, it, you know, you know. I feel like Princess and the Pauper, that works because it's somebody in a privileged position and then someone not in a privileged position. Whereas this is why this movie never really stuck with me, because I was always like, she's already a pop star. Why does she want more? Like, that, it just rubbed me the wrong way. The way that I did these is it's not like top five as in these are my favorite movies I'm ranking and why. It's more so movies that stuck with me and what I would rate them in this mm-hmm. selection. Yeah, so it's just kind of boring. It feels flat. There's not a lot of character development because both of these people are rich and privileged. And it's just also the music's bad. <laughs> and that's that's why it's number five. My number five. A Mermaid Tale. Hmm. So I grew up with a much younger sister, not much younger, she's six years younger, which means some of these newer Barbie movies, I have gotten the pleasure of sitting through them. Honestly, I don't really like most of them. A lot of the newer Barbie movies are set in the real world and not like in a fantasy story. And I'm a fantasy girl. I love princesses, I love castles and dragons and stuff. But this one is set in the real world for a bit, it's set in Malibu, but then it gets into Oceana, which is the magical kingdom where the mermaids live. Now this one, it follows the story of Merlia, who's a famous surfer, well, well well-known surfer. She's like one of the best in Malibu. And then one day she's surfing at a competition, her hair turns pink. I love that she confronts her grandpa about it and he's like, your dad was always making up crazy stories. And then one day he told me he had fallen in love and married a mermaid. And just the line delivery is really good. Um, But basically this girl Merlia, she's a mermaid. Her um, evil aunt has taken over all of Oceana and Oceana is dying because of it. So Merlia has to go and save her people. Now the movie itself, it's like good. There's a really annoying dolphin and a really annoying seal. But what stands, what makes me love this movie (laughs) is the song. Queen of the Waves. She's the queen of the waves. Check it out, she's spinning that board around. Queen of the waves. No one's gonna take away her crown. That song will forever be stuck in my head. It's it's a banger. It's not as good as some of the other like Barbie movie musicals. This one's not a musical too. That's just like an in-universe song that they make up about Merlia. Or no, they don't make it up about Merlia. It's like already a song and then they sing it while Merlia is surfing. And then they sing it again to trick Eris, her evil aunt. Um, but basically it's a good movie. Not the best. Definitely worth checking out though. Banger of a soundtrack. Number four. So, My number four is Barbie as the Island Princess. Oh, I'm gonna fight you. (laughs) Okay, let let me explain. So I can't entirely recall the plot of Island Princess. I feel like I have a lot of pieces missing, but it's a it's a good one. It's a cute one. I rank it low because who's who's the elephant? Is that Tika? (gasps) Tika ruins it for me. When I talk about Island Princess, which I will in a second. I'll get into Tika because I want to choke Tika with her own trunk. Like, Tika makes me violent. Um, but I'll get into that when I talk about Island Princess later. Yeah. Tika is a problem, and I'll let Tika's you elaborate on why she's a problem, she's but a problem. I really like this movie because of the soundtrack. There is one specific song, I think it's called I Need to Know, but it's a really, really beautiful duet between 
two of the main characters and the harmonies are gorgeous the melody is gorgeous the composing is just very well done i need to know these answers i need to find my way seems like tomorrow learn my yesterday when i first heard that when they there's a point in the i believe the chorus where um there's like an octave jump and it tickles my brain so hard I just I love that movie. My number four though is Fairytopia <gasps> and its sequels. Oh I no! I grouped its sequels in because I do love Mermaidia and Magic of the Rainbow is really good too. But the only thing that like gets me going back to Fairytopia is Bibble. Okay, same. Because Bibble is by far the best character of any Barbie movies ever. So all of the Barbie movies, there's an animal sidekick. Most of the time, really annoying animal sidekick especially when they talk that makes them way more annoying but bibble he talks in gibberish <laughs> the main character alina for example he calls her a little poo that's my bibble impression. why was that so good i practiced <laughs> but yeah bibble just sells the whole show for me i don't really like the plot i think the funguses are gross mm. the bad guys in it I just love Bibble. I think he's so swaggy. <laughs> Bibble has the most <laughs> swag of any character I ever. I agree, I agree. Alright, on to number three. So my number three is actually Fairytopia. <laughs> oh, we had a little flip-flop. My number three is Ivan Princess. Oh my god. But no, sit like, like I fully agree. Um, I love Bibble, but Bibble is also a little bit of a con because a lot of people do think he's really annoying, but he really is the most memorable See, I don't think character. he's annoying at all. I think I the think he's other cute. animal sidekicks are annoying. But oh yeah, like Tika, she's a problem, but Bibble, Bibble, he's invited. <laughs> Versus, oh, I can't sleep. <laughs> um, my number three is Island Princess. Talk about Tika. I love this movie. As Sophie said, the soundtrack is beautiful. This was, I had a minivan growing up and we had like a movie player in it. Each year we would have like three different movies on rotation. And for a while, Island Princess was one of those movies. I think that's why it has such a special place in my heart. It's definitely my like comfort movie. Like when I'm like, uh, I am mentally ill. I need to watch a Barbie movie and eat ice cream and drink tea and cry a little. That's the one that I watch. And for me, Tika's the downside, but Azul and Saji make that movie for me. I think that they are so funny. They are very much a gay couple, and I just love them so much. I love the song when they're making the dress, and the monkey, Lulu, is that her name? That sounds like right. That's her name. She's like, I think you should lose the silly nest thing. No way! I'm the one who's been to these before. I know Orange Taffeta's the best thing. Yes, the best thing to ignore. There! 
It's just such a banger, and he's so funny, and I also love Azul with his, like, because he's a peacock. Um, but Tika's annoying. The entire time, she's just, in the movie, Ro is this girl who was found on an island, or washed ashore on an island and is raised by her two gay dads, Saji and Prince Azul, the <laughs> raccoon, no, the red panda and the peacock, but Tika's this other, this elephant who lives with her too, and then when this prince finds her and takes her to his castle, Tika the whole time is just like, oh my god, let's go home, and is actively trying to mess things up for Ro. It's so annoying. Like, what kind of best friend does that? She's a bad friend, and she's whiny, and I really don't like her, and that's all I have to say about that. Sorry, I need to calm down, because I'm gonna get mad. <laughs> number two. So, my number two, this relates a little bit to what you were saying about having, like, one movie, like, a specific movie in rotation. Mm-hmm. I would go on vacation a lot, and by vacation, I mean we would drive two hours south and... Um, stay at my aunt's like lake house I usually took one DVD with me for some reason it was only one and on the right there during like the two three day trip in quotes Mm -hmm. and on the ride back I would watch the 12 dancing princesses (laughs) so much that the CD uh, got scratched and was no longer usable that's what happened to my copy of Island Princess. Yeah, it's it's real sad. 12 Dancing Princesses is one of my top choices because it's so nostalgic for me, because yeah. I have such like great memories associated with it. Um, and it was a comfort movie. Like I, I love that movie. Um, yeah. I actually wrote in my doc that I'm giving it an 8 out of 10 simply because they have 12 children. That's too many. 12? It makes sense that her mom died. <laughs> I don't think I could squeeze out that many. They all have different hair colors too. I want to see this gene pool. Yeah, it's it's a little bit confusing, but it's it's cute. It's it's pretty. The songs are really cute. There's a really cute birthday song they sing. Today it is your birthday, and we sing to let you know that you will be queen for the day. Whatever you say goes. We spin for you, Janessa, and Chasse for you, Kathleen. We pirouette for Lacey, and we bow before the queen. (laughs) It's really cute, and also, a running theme in these Barbie movies, or really any childhood movie, is there's something that you see that you always want but can never have. But in 12 Dancing Princesses, for me, they have these little boxes where they would put bugs in. And Another I love it. Another box for my trinkets. Another box for my trinkets. I loved it and I wanted it so bad. Um, but yeah, 12 kids, no thanks. For me, number two, Magic of the Pegasus. Because of Aiden. <laughs> that movie has the best love interest of all time. It also has plot holes. Like, why is her sister who got turned into a Pegasus before she was born somehow her age? Maybe Pegasus's don't age. I don't know the science, but there are plot holes. And there's also another annoying side character. There's this little polar bear. Thankfully, she doesn't talk, but she sure does try. And she's like, 
uppies, uppies. And it's like, mm-hmm. I want to kick, kick you. I'm like, I want to put on a pair of ice skates <laughs> and get a freaking hockey stick and just wham. I don't like her. But I know exactly what you're talking about. I could see her stupid face and hear the stupid voice, the little bear. The little bear. She's so annoying. I think Princess Annika and Aiden, he's not a prince. He's just a regular guy. He's just a regular guy. I love a regular guy. Um, They are so sassy to each other. And I think by far it's the best like love interest because it's enemies to lovers a little bit. Like they're like sassy and they don't want to work together, but they kind of have to because they're in the woods together. Whose bright idea was it to come here? Only fools come to the Forbidden Forest. And yet you're here. It is so sassy. It is so good. The edits of it are my favorite thing in the whole world. That's so cute. Alright, now on to the coveted, the coveted spot. Oh, you know. <laughs> you know what my number okay. one is. I think we both. It is. Should we say it together? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Princess, Princess and, and the, the Popper. This movie, it's, it has everything. <laughs> good love interests. Good songs. Good, good villains <laughs> don't even get me started so for those of you who aren't who aren't familiar it is based on the mark twain novel prince and the pauper but this time it's a princess but she's not a regular princess she likes science <laughs> and then she meets this pauper who looks just like her but has brown hair that has brown hair and then preminger oh, preminger so there's this evil guy Preminger, and he decides to kidnap Princess Annalise, and so Erica has to pose as her. But enough about the plot. Let's talk about Preminger. <laughs> where to even begin? You want to take this? I don't know where to start. I mean, his song, his voice. Voiced by Martin Short, King. He really, he pulled out all the stops between the weird little screams and the giggles. Oh my God, he's just. He is a sassy old queen who knows what he wants, and he's gonna get it. His little white hair. Oh his my gosh. His voluptuous. He is... It was just National Boyfriend's Day. And yeah, I posted a picture of Preminger. He looks so good in purple, my king. Is there a way to even put into words the love that I think not just we, but like the internet has for Preminger? His sneaky little walk his flamboyant hand gestures the way he just is such a pickpocket his smirk he has rings of course he does he's styling he's the richest man in the kingdom because he stole all the kingdom's gold and he wants them to know when i first saw this movie like this movie came out in 2004 and i'm not sure exactly when i when i saw it but in 2004 i was three years old maybe two um, depending on the month. <laughs> and at first I didn't like Preminger. I didn't like his dog. I thought his dog was snarky and mean to fugly. the cats. Yeah. Um, he was just like really annoying at first, but I grew up and then I realized that Preminger is like kind of fine and his song makes him even more fine because it's so good. Raise every glass and rouse every cheer. Praise that the reign of Preminger is here. Master in charge of all that I see. All hail me. Literally, as a child, we had the soundtrack. I would be sitting in the living room, not sitting, I would be standing, <laughs> dancing, 
singing. Is such a bop. The other songs in that movie are great. Like, I'm just like you, yeah. you're just like me. I'm just like you. I think that's true. You're just like me. Yes, I can. We take responsibility. We carry through. We carry through. Do what we need to do. Yes, I am a girl like you. I'm just like you. I'm just like you. You're just like me. You're just like me. It's something anyone can see. song it's an absolute bop but how can i refuse it's so good they need to make a musical because i need another i need more reasons to listen to that song it's great and the choreography the sneaky little steps with his arms everyone go do yourself a favor and look up preminger how can i refuse and watch the clip because it is 100 percent worth your time it's just beautiful if there's literally any song, any scene you should watch from a from a Barbie movie, it needs to be this one. Yeah. Just watch the whole movie. It's good. I mean, Preminger is, like, the reason why it's my number one. But also, it's just, it's a really good, like, the, it's probably one of the best plots of the movies. Like, it's fun. I mean, it's Mark Twain. You can't go wrong with Mark Twain. <laughs> but Preminger, Martin Short as Preminger, he is just the ultimate king ultimate comfort character you know how people have like those kin characters mm -hmm. it's like you kin preminger yeah i kin preminger like i am preminger i hope to be preminger everything in my life is leading up to me being the richest person in the kingdom kidnapping the princess forcing, forcing her to marry you no, he forces the queen to marry him mm -hmm. after the princess refuses mm -hmm. <laughs> he's like oh like you don't want to you don't want me fine i'm gonna your mom see how you feel about it and it's bad but they all save it in the end there's the love story and in, in it is pretty cute mm -hmm. the king ends up falling in love with the pauper and the princess ends up falling in love with her tutor and it's really good it's really cute yeah these movies just they hold a really special place in my heart and it, it feels almost me ah, feels almost mean to rank them because they're just they're all so special Except yeah. for the newer ones. Those can go yeah. choke. I don't like the new ones. Mm -hmm. Barbie Life in the Dream House, though. <laughs> that's a show I can get behind. That show is funny. The I, I want to write for them. Like, honestly. Barbie Life in the Dream House, reach out to me. I have some ideas. <laughs> but yeah, I... I feel very connected to these movies. Would you say the same? Yeah, 100%, especially Princess and the Popper. I watched that so many yeah. times. All right, question of the day. Would you say that these are a comfort to you? I know we already like said that, but put it in your words. I would say these movies definitely are like a comfort for me. Um, like how you said, you'll, you'll pull one up and watch it when you're feeling low, like, sometimes I'm just in the mood to do horrific sing-alongs and watch yeah. Barbie is the princess and the pauper, and the pauper. She not, she's, she's not only the princess, but she is also the pauper. Isn't that insane? Anyways, um, 
it's just comforting and even if it's not watching the movie itself it's listening to the songs because it just they're pretty they're fun to sing and they take you back to like a nostalgic time mm -hmm. like but yeah they're super comforting all right now question i ask everybody what is one thing you love like the thing you love the most about these films and then the thing that you could really just do without i know what mine is honestly love the music would not be the same without it um something i could do without definitely some of the animal side characters <laughs> yeah my my thing i could do without is her name starts with a t She's an elephant. Mm. She makes me want to die. <laughs> it's Tika. It's you guessed Tika. it. But my number one is Bibble. You would do without Bibble? No, no, no. That's my like number one thing that I love. Oh, okay. Like Bibble has oh, a Preminger too. No, mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna go with Bibble. <laughs> like I love Preminger so much, but Bibble. Can, if I'm like like having a meltdown, I look up Bibble compilation. And I just watch him go, and it just, like, it, he never fails to make me giggle, because he's Bibble. I love, I love Bibble. He's my number one. He's my ride or die. I would, I would literally die for him. I love him so much, and he's my favorite thing about this franchise. And my least favorite is Tika, and I hope she dies, <laughs> even though she's a fake animated elephant, but I cannot stand her. Her voice is annoying. She's a terrible friend. And if you ever watch Island Princess and you feel in any way connected to Tika, never talk to me. <laughs> My hatred for this animal goes, for this animated elephant goes so deep. I cannot stand her. But that's enough of that. Sorry. Now <laughs> I'm going on and being mean. Final thoughts? Watch Princess and the Popper. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's our time. Thank you so much to Sophie for joining me. <laughs> this was a pretty last minute episode. We unfortunately had some cancellations this week, some guest cancellations. So huge shout out to Sophie for hopping in here and just talking real quick about Barbie movies with me because I love these things. And I love talking to you, Sophie. Oh my god. Would you like to plug your socials real quick, just so the audience can find you? Sure. So my photography account is Sophie Mikos, S-O-P-H-I-E-M-I-K-O-S on Instagram. I also have a personal, it's just Sophie Mikos, same spelling without the I-E. And then if you want to see that little pet shop content, Posey Paws, P-O-H-S-I-E-P-A-W-S. Alright, and while we're here, I'll just plug myself real quick. You can follow me on Instagram at kara.hara, that's C-A-R-A dot H-A-R-A. And you can now follow the podcast on Twitter at I-C-G-O-Pod at twitter.com. All right, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in this week and listening to me and Sophie go on and on about our favorite Barbie movies. If you weren't able to catch the entire show this week on 88.1 FM WCRX, have no fear because we are now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to leave us a review 
and uh, give me a follow on my new Twitter for the pod. Once again, that's I-C-G-O-Pod. You can also find my page on the WCRX website. Just look up I Could Go On or Caroline Herriter on wcrx.colum.edu. Once again, huge thank you to Sophie Mikos for joining me today. Don't forget to follow her on all of her socials. And make sure to tune in next Saturday at 7.30 p.m. on 88.1 WCRX-FM, where I will go on and on with another guest about another amazing topic. And thank you so much for listening to I Could Go On. So get ready when the roses end. Stand by with a champagne. When you've got a brilliant plan, you never lose. Yes, before the tactical zombie, bigger shopping. It's a thankless job, but how can I refuse?